my uh am I sideways to you guys yeah. or am I good? No, you're sideways. All right, hold on. We got new new fangle technology here. Technology from the future is what we were discussing earlier. <laughs> Most people put their life savings and lose it all. We only hear about the people who get rich and not lose their money. Well, I'm still trying to figure out how Vanessa says that that Tesla guy, that's his name? Yeah, Tesla, the coil guy, said we didn't have to pay for electricity or power. I pay it for power. Trust me. He invented, I know we pay for power because Edison was like, no, we're going to pay for power. Now you're good. Screw you, Tesla. Uh How's that now? Yeah, you're good. All right. Welcome. Thank you. How you doing tonight? Not too bad. Not too bad. Yeah, we're not bad either. Um, we're doing something a little different tonight, Mr. Brian, the kingpin. First of all, when I started prepping for the show, I went to get your Twitter handle, and it says the kingpin, and I remembered the kingpin, and then I started to fall down the rabbit hole of Hawkeye, the rabbit hole of uh, Daredevil, and the Marvel. And I'm like, I can't do this. I can't fall down a different rabbit hole tonight. But um, it, it just – it just remind me again where that nickname came from. Did it have anything to do with Kingpin and Marvel? Oh, sorry. You, you cut out there for, for a second. I All I said was uh, d- remind me again of your nickname, where it came from. Well, you know, uh, the guy who used to own Chaotic Wrestling, mm. and he was a big comic book fan. And um, I, at that time, I wasn't really familiar with like comic book or comic book characters, but he thought um, the Kingpin would be a very fitting nickname for me because of my stature yeah. and similarities to the uh, the Kingpin Marvel character. Yeah, for sure. That's what I thought. I just I couldn't remember. And uh, back then, when we were doing the shows, I deleted all the notes after the show was over. Now I now I keep them, well, I, but I deleted them then. <laughs> well, I, I never really used Kingpin. I guess a little bit very very early on in my stint in Ring of Honor, but really there was just like there was the Kingdom, there was Kenny King. Later yeah. on came Brody King. Yeah, just too much too, repetition of King stuff. <laughs> too many kings. Too many kings. Yeah. Bittersweet this past weekend uh, with Ring of Honor. Yeah. Yeah, it's you know it's a bummer. I mean, uh, um, you know, hopefully the company uh, comes back. It definitely felt like a goodbye, yeah. not so much a uh, see you later. Right. Um, but you know, um, I'm just gonna take what they're saying at face value, and that uh, Ring of Honor will be back. And you know, when it does come back, I, I sure hope I'm part of it. Um, you know, right now though, uh, well, I guess technically I'm not a free agent till January 1st, but really I'm a free agent right <laughs> right now for the first time in about four or five years. So, uh, you know, it's uh, a little bit different feeling, but still a familiar feeling from the early, you know, when I say early part of my career, the first 15 years or so. so. Um, but so the last time we had you on, you are a conspiracy theory guy. Is it fair to say that? Well, I think I just fall down. Like you talk funny, you <laughs> yeah. talk about rabbit holes. I tend to just fall down these, rabbit holes i think the last time we talked we were like smack dab in the middle of uh you know the pandemic yeah. I, mean, I mean here we are and i feel like things are getting worse than they've ever been um 
but yeah, you just you, you have time on your hands, and you fall down these weird rabbit holes of <laughs> lizard me. people in the Denver airport and Sasquatch and. <laughs> oh, so so I'm gonna tackle because uh, one of my favorite movies, The Matrix, comes out on December 22nd, and The Matrix. I I base everything I know about the simulation theory conspiracy yeah. on the matrix. It's like a it's like it's like wow, it's like the bible almost. It's it, we can all relate to it. It's a it's a working document that we all have. Um and that was 22 years ago, the matrix. 22. When believe it believe it or not, I've never seen the matrix. Oh. I've never yeah, never, never have seen it in my life. But I know what you're talking about when you talk about the uh, simulation the theory, simulation conspiracy theory. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Oh, I'll do my best not to reference the Matrix as much as I can. I um. Oh, reference it all you want. I mean, at this point, I yeah. mean, I'm, I'm past the point of uh, spoiler-free uh, worries at this point. You know what I mean? Like, I've, I've, the statute of limitations is long past. No, on, uh, <laughs> no spoiler alerts on a 22 year old movie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if if you give me spoiler alerts on, uh, you know, No Way Home, we might I might have to come up and find you <laughs> and uh, put a hurting on you. But for the Matrix, yeah, I mean, my, the statute of limitations is passed on that. <laughs> so, so like, so uh, uh, simulation theory for for people out there um, is is basically that we're not real. Uh, we're code. We're coded. This is one theory. Somebody higher evolved than us has made sims like the video game and we are living in it um but that's that's not a new concept like i was a philosophy minor in college and uh plato had the whole cave allegory where you were only perceiving the shadows that you could see in front of you and all this other stuff basically reality was bullshit because your reality was just what you could perceive as opposed to what it actually is. <laughs> I mean, no matter what you believe on some level, that's probably, that's probably pretty true. You know, there's uh, your perception of the world and you're going to see the world differently than I'm going to see the world. And mm-hmm. even our own self um, self perceptions, you know, we're going to get deep here. I feel like, I feel like I should have been drinking for this. Um, it's but, ironic. Um, I know, only we, have uh... one beer. I have one. I have to nurse it. And I don't like to nurse them. <laughs> well, I mean, it is a, it is a Tuesday night. So <laughs> that is, I mean, I may have had, I may have had a couple of beverages over the course of this weekend. So, yeah. you know, uh, drinking on Tuesday night, maybe not the best <laughs> idea rough. after, uh, the yeah. one or two beverages I had over the course of this past final battle weekend. Yeah. That's <laughs> but, why. Uh, that's why our Thursday yeah, shows I mean, are usually even better. Your, <laughs> even your your perception of yourself, like you're going to perceive me different than I perceive myself, different than my kids are going to perceive me versus my wife versus mm-hmm. my friends. Like there's like these different versions of you that exist in everybody's mind than your own mind. So yeah, they, I think the the funniest things I've heard over the last few years, though, of like proof of the simulation theory is uh, one was the uh, the Patriots Falcons Super Bowl. Oh that, boy, um, twenty what was proof it? of yeah, it was like twenty seven to three, yep. like in the fourth quarter or something yep. like that, and and that was like 
somebody else took over, like somebody else stepped away, like the person who had it stepped away and the other person <laughs> took over. And, so, and then the other one being the Donald Trump presidency. Yes. Proof of that we're living in the uh, living in some sort of weird simulation. So. And that is one of like, I've heard that too. Uh, some of the evidence that people say is that uh, this world is, is just ex- way too crazy. Like the stuff that's happening in you men- mentioned it with the Trump presidency, with COVID, with all this. It, it's just crazy, almost too insane to comprehend. Um, I mean, it is, it is, and it isn't right. I mean, we live in a world now where there's a. I don't even. I don't even think the 24 hour news cycle is an accurate, uh, no, accurate portrayal of the world now when it comes to. I think we're just more keenly aware of things. You know, the information is easier to access than ever. You become of things in a, in a moment that you never would have been aware of ever. before. Uh, yeah. You're just inundated with information and, you know, between social media and television and, and all the things that they have to report on. And also too, like, um, I think you're still in this world where opinions seep into fact. I mean, I remember, you know, I don't know how old you are. I just turned the big 4-0. But this is, you know, we've evolved from a world of uh, Peter Jennings' yeah. World News Tonight. That's the mm-hmm. facts, just the facts. And that's, you know, that's what happened to, uh, you know, we have nonstop editorial news programs. And it's just, it's 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 such a, I, I, I just feel like when everybody talks about the world being, oh, it's worse than it ever was. Or whatever, I don't know that it, that it is. Right. I just think it's more brought to all the, evil and bad is more brought to light and that's uh, partly because that's what sells we sensationalize <laughs> that's it what sells. Yep. yeah well, it's the sells advertising exactly and i'm i will turn the big four to uh saturday oh yeah. happy early birthday For my sure. son's birthday is uh it's friday nice nice um but yeah so th- that was my thing i was gonna say uh, some people argue that the world's so crazy that it must be a simulation of some sort. But like you said, with social media and the way things are, like we know everything where we would never yeah. know before. I used to watch the news. Now I don't because I feel like it's just everywhere. And, and, uh, well, the news isn't the news. The news no, isn't the news. No, to me, the news is similar to... Uh, you know, um, CNN has the same intentions that uh, Vince McMahon has put on a good television program so you can sell the rights fees advertising and make money. It might as well be pro wrestling at this point. Did you hear that? (laughs) We'll be, we'll get back on the simulation thing, but someone else is controlling me right now. Did you hear CNN is going to have a streaming service? CNN plus. I'm sorry. you, You cut out there. For a second. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. Um, CNN is going to have a streaming service. CNN Plus. Uh, I mean, for what? Don't know. (laughs) Aren't they already 24-7? Not not sure uh, what exclusive shows they're going to put on. (laughs) But um, I heard that on... uh, I heard that on um, Stern uh, this week. So I don't know. I don't know why that came to my head. I mean, it's yeah. I mean, it's funny. Even within that, within the news and stuff like that, you've got conspiracy theories too. Because uh, 
if um, you believe the conspiracy theories of the government uh, actually controls the news media and pumps the, the information they want put out to, um, you know, to either distract the public while they do something or this conspiracy theories all around us wrapped in everything now. <laughs> I would say that's fact in Canada because our government here pays for our news outlet. Well, there you go. <laughs> That doesn't say in the United States. We, we try to, we try to hide that, I guess, but I I don't even know what to believe anymore. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but I, so I was preparing and and I was, I was falling down the rabbit hole of this simulation theory. And I, I started thinking to myself, like, could, could it be, could the human race or any race for that matter, evolve to a point where we're so intelligent that we could make simulations like inside a bubble like almost test things um and that's what we're living in right now and i was like i don't think i'm even smart enough to comprehend this <laughs> So then I and then I start so then I fell down even farther. So then I kept falling. So I'm thinking, well, what if the simulation gets so evolved that then they create their own simulation? And and so in theory, I could be the fifth uh experiment. I I guess I was getting towards um the human race, if they evolved, created a simulation because they wanted to test something. They want to test uh, uh, global warming. So they're going to create a simulation. They're going to do all this stuff, and they're they're going to make it so there's global warming and see how that plays out. And this is one of them. And then COVID is one of them. And then uh, the Trump presidency is one of them. I just kept falling, Brian. I just kept falling and falling. <laughs> well, somehow we're living in all those ones that have crossed over. And that's the thing, like, who's, like, if we're in a simulation right now at this very moment, and we're just coded friggin' things, whose simulation is it? Is it yours? Like, you're the one that's plugged in like the Matrix, and I'm just a code, or are we in Vanessa's, or are we in mine, or are we in a whole one where we're literally a human on the other side that's plugged in and if so do i look the same or am i keanu reeves <laughs> so you're like who's the main yeah. character essentially is what you're what yes you're who's the main character of this video game <laughs> well i think in our own minds we all are the main character right <laughs> ironically yes i think it is a very egotistical th- and that's the other thing this whole uh, simulation theory very egotistical like it all has to be like me 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 not well, us human existence in itself human mm. beings are, are pretty uh, arrogant um we're a pretty arrogant species we think we are living in the most important time period in the entire history of time uh when in reality i think i saw one time that uh if the history of earth was a or history of the universe whatever was like a book we would show up in the last sentence of the last paragraph Paragraph on the last page, you know, <laughs> type of uh, type of thing, like so, a, like a um, footnote. Yeah, yeah, 
I mean, essentially, we we believe that uh, we are the most important beings that have ever existed, and uh, our, our time period is the most important in the history of existence. So, um, you know, so much so we believe we control essentially everything around us. When in reality, we know and control nothing. <laughs> Just you know, we know and control nothing unless the simulation theory is true, and where we are really plugged in, and then we control everything. If, in this in this world, at least. If does it even matter if we're in a simulation or not? I no, I guess not. I mean, <laughs> I guess not. Um, I mean, now you're you're really getting deep now because I mean, then you could just argue: does does our existence matter at all? Like truly? Well, at, okay, let's get a little deep for a second because I'm not a religious guy. Uh, I always say I was until I was old enough to realize that football was on the same day as church. And as soon as I realized <laughs> that I was no longer religious, but, um, it's, it's almost like, and I, if I get this wrong, I don't, I, I apologize to everybody. I think Christianity is the right word. Uh, Chris, Christianity has a lot to, of similarities as a simulation theory, because in reality, what we're living now to a Christian is not the be all end all. It's like a test to something else eternal. So it's almost like a simulation yeah. to something else. Oh, there's, I mean, there's lots of theory. There's lots of theories about that too. I recently, somebody recently told me about one of that, um, the theory that we are all actually in reality one being at different phases of life. So essentially we're all one being and we live every, like every, every person who's ever lived like is, and you basically just are going around in this and living that one life at a time type of thing. And like this continuous loop. Wow. Think about that, right? <laughs> yeah. That recently and I was like, wow, okay. Now, you want to talk about things that you're not, I'm not smart enough to comprehend. I like, can't even wrap my I, mind up. I couldn't that. even. Yeah. No, I, I was like, okay, I'm not even going to delve into that one. Like, that's not even like, uh, you know, there, I mean, there's other things. I mean, I don't know if this goes into the simulation, yeah. but it kind of feels sort of the same that like uh, um, the world actually ended in like 2012. Um, because some like Swedish scientist was playing around with black holes or something and everything got sucked up and he essentially recreated the big bang and we started all over, which explains some of the weird, that, uh, maybe it's, maybe it's kind of a counter, um, argument or explanation to the yeah. simulation theory, because that's sort of the explanation for why things have been so crazy since 2012, Donald Trump presidency, Super Bowl, Bernstein bears. <laughs> um trying to think of the other these other things pay less shoe source or whatever <laughs> like all these other you know the mandela lots of mandela effects yeah i was gonna get to those men and i had the bearstein bears which i didn't even realize until i started delving into it um shazam is what kicked me off with the mandela effect have you seen shazam it's, well, I, I don't so with Sinbad in it. it no, that's that's the one that doesn't exist, right? Because it gets confused with Kazam. That was Shaq. I think so. I mean, people are telling me Shazam doesn't exist, but I'm fairly certain I've seen I, it. 
<laughs> I, I think the Sinbad one is the one they say. Yeah, so that's the one they say though. Like, if you look now, it doesn't exist. Right. right? That's that's the Shazam one, but people swear it did. The Bernstein Bears one definitely got me. I was like, well, wait a second. That was also the Bernstein Bears. That's the one that messes with my mind. I went back. I um, looked at all my books too. Bit. I I checked. Yeah, them all. yeah. I mean, it's that, that's supposedly like people. That's all the other theories. Of that's like people, like time travelers, leaving markers for us to let us know that they've traveled time and altered history type things. Um, there's all sorts of theories about the Mandela effect stuff, but the Bernstein bears, which I always thought was the Bernstein bears was uh, the one that really played with my mind. I was like, wait a second here. <laughs> what about the, uh, the monopoly man? Uh, he doesn't oh, have a mo- monocle. Yeah. He doesn't have one. doesn't have a monocle. Yeah. I don't remember him ever having one. That that one for me is like. See, and then, so this plays into it. So you don't remember it, and I do. Mm. Now I'm uh, slightly. Are you confusing him with Mr. Peanut? No, I wouldn't confuse a peanut with a rich man. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there was, you know, so I think, I feel like my theory on where the monocle thing started with that. Was I'm pretty sure in one of the Ace Ventura movies, like he says, like, and you must be the Monopoly guy, and the guy has a monocle. In that. <laughs> yeah, so you're that's right. the only time I ever remember like like anything with that. But I don't remember the Monopoly guy ever having monocle. Like that's that's one that. But there are other ones like um like the Payless Shoe Store. I think it's like actually like Payless Shoe Source or something. That's another one that threw me. Like um, oh, there's been a couple more. Like different logos and things. Oh, I got some. I got some. You can look online. There's a ton of them. Yeah, I got some written down. So I'm going to throw them at you. Um, because right. the reason I had them written down because a lot of people are saying that these are glitches in the Matrix or glitches in the simulation where they happened, and then for one reason or another, when something got changed in the code, these things got changed in the process so they didn't change these things specifically something else was changed in the code which caused a ripple effect and changed these one of them being uh raisin bran um the sun you know two scoops of raisins um yeah okay the sun was wearing sunglasses but he was not wearing sunglasses he for sure was wearing sunglasses that's what I thought. I don't remember that. That's what I thought. I don't remember that. The sun wearing sunglasses. What about Kit Kat? The candy Halloween. We just surpassed that a while ago, a couple months ago. Kit Kat. Um, two words or one? It's, it's, a, it's a hyphenated word, right? No, it is not a hyphenated word. It, okay, I thought it was a hyphenated word. No, I did too. <laughs> I thought it was too. It's not. It's it, there's no There's no hyphen in the middle of Kit Kat. And there's never been? Never been. Never been. Wow. Breaking news here. Breaking news, at least for me. <laughs> what about um, stovetop, st- st- stover stovetop stuffing? Did you ever have that as a kid? I did. Love stovetop stuffing. Stovetop stuffing? Did you have stover stovetop stuffing? 
No, I just I just thought it was stovetop. Yeah, it was. A lot of people was remember it by Stouffer's. It was not by Stouffer's. A lot of people remember it as Stouffer's. It was not. It was um. Well, I don't remember who it was by, but it was not Stouffer's, and I was convinced it was. Uh, I think we talked about it on here before, Vanessa. I was thoroughly convinced. I remember saying it in my house. Stovetops. Yeah, it's craft here. I don't know if it's craft down there. But. Yeah, it might be. I don't know. But yeah, a lot of a lot of delicious. Whoever makes it, <laughs> whoever, whoever makes thought... it makes a fine product. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter who made it. It's fucking great. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of these things. Um, we even discovered, or I we I guess well, I'll ask you, uh, Mister Perfect, WWF Mister Perfect. What's his name? What do you mean? It's Kurt Henning? It's it's not Henning. It's not Henning? It's not Henning. It's not Kurt Henning. It's Kurt Hennig. It's not Kurt Wait, Henning. what? It's, it's not. It's not. <laughs> that was my reaction. It's <laughs> not Kurt Henning. It's not H-E-N-N-I-N-G. It's H-E-N-N-I-G. It's not Kurt Henning. It's Kurt Hennig. Really? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Hold on. I think. Uh... Oh. <laughs> All right. Now you're now you're messing with my mind here. Yeah, because I want. I, I was. I because I was looking up wrestling conspiracy theories, so I came across that one, and that one appealed to me because I specifically remembered Kurt Henning, Mister Perfect Kurt Henning, not his name. Nope. Huh. So, I mean, there's some good wrestling. There's something with, um, like, Vince McMahon being in, like, the Illuminati. and Oh, I'm w- sure about w- that. W- w- WWE programming, um, like, foreshadowing certain things or mirroring certain There's, I, I actually heard, I think it was, on like the Chris, I was on, like, the Chris Jericho podcast, like, years ago now. I heard that whole thing about uh, Vince being in the Illuminati and the, you know, whatever, Lizard People, Secret Society, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> What did I just see? I just saw somewhere said they were inter- they were talking to Randy Orton and they asked if Vince McMahon drank baby's blood. <laughs> uh, well, I'm convinced he's immortal or like a vampire or something. That I believe. That I I truly believe that. Uh, we're being told in the chat, Hennig H E N N I G is the shoot name. Henning is his work name, H-E-N-N-I-N-G. I don't know. I don't buy that. Uh, we looked We looked it up. We we checked it out in the chat. Huh. I know the difference between a shoot a shoot name and a work name, brother. I'm totally going to look that up. I'm using my phone right now for this, but I'm totally going to look that up at some point. Well, look it up. <laughs> we can look it up right now. <laughs> Um, I heard, what other wrestling conspiracies do you got? Maybe you can build a whole segment for us. I mean, that's all like it's conspiracy. I mean, there's all the wrestling urban legends or whatever. Yeah, that's you what know, I kept coming across. McMahon and, the, and, and Macho Man. But those are more, I think, just like dirty little secrets. And I mean, I think if the story of how Vince McMahon probably ever came to power have the true story with all the dirt behind that. I think that would probably be a pretty interesting story. I don't know if it's conspiracy theories, though. It's probably just, you know, urban legends and hidden secrets. <laughs> how he how he got it from his father? 
No, I think how we like kind of took over the business and put the territory. Oh, I don't yeah. Think that's as, um, I don't think that's as, um, you know, uh, honorable as it's portrayed on the WWE network. <laughs> oh, I'm sure it's not. But I also, now we're being told by someone else in the chat, it's Hennig. <laughs> um, uh, if he didn't do that, well, maybe he took shady tactics. I don't know, but somebody else would have would have done the same thing that he did. Yeah, I mean, I think it was a natural progression of where the television industry was going. You're going from the the network, some cable TV was starting, and you had some of that ability to to go nationally. So it made uh, it made a whole heck of a lot of sense, I think, to you know to start taking it on a, on a national level, especially when you think like these guys were going around to different territories and the same guys were sort of popular in every territory. So it doesn't take it's not much of a stretch to go, Hey, if I just kept this guy and traveled all around myself and broadcast it to everyone, I could make all the money rather than right. sharing the wealth with uh, all the other promoters. Um, I put out a, a, a tweet sometime today after work uh, promoting the show ian riccaboni of ring of honor said we had to ask <laughs> you about the wwf canadian championship and i didn't know there was a canadian championship i think it was yeah i think it's um i think it was kind of like this i don't even know if they had like a tangible title i, I don't know the full details I know it was very short-lived, and it was all, all surrounding Dino Bravo. Right. Like, the WWF bought out the promotion that Dino Bravo was in. And I want to say Dino Bravo in Canada was announced as, um, like, the WWF Canadian champion, but, like, only in Canada, only when they did Canadian house shows. And I'm pretty sure Dino Bravo worked as a babyface in Canada uh, as the WWF Canadian champion. But, again, I think this was, like, you know, I don't, I don't even – the early part of Dino Bravo being in WWF. Um, so I don't, again, I don't know the full, full, full details. Ian is a uh, certified, like, you know, wrestling historian, I, th- <laughs> I think. Um, but um, yeah, Dino, Dino Bravo was the WWF Canadian champion, I think um, for a very short period of time. And the, I think he was the only one too. I don't think anybody else ever held that distinction. Um, this is what we're being told in the chat. Uh, there was only one. It was Dino Bravo from 85 to 86. Now the question I ask is, was there an actual title? I don't know. I don't think there was a title, like a I mean, physical I, I, title. There might have there been. It could have been a repurposed belt from the promotion that, uh, that WWE bought out up there. You know, who knows what it would have. I'm sure there was some sort of visual representation in the form of a championship title. Um, let me see if this works. Let me see something. Hold on. Can you see that? Um, I can. Yeah. There's something over my face. It has more about the sound. And let me hit this button. Obtaining slightly altered memories. Likewise, professional wrestling has its share of Mandela moments, as we're about to see. Given the bizarre nature of the man. All right, so this is from WrestleMania. I don't know how credible they are, but <laughs> this is where I first heard it. Della effect. Fans might confuse it with. Oh, uh, we'll skip a little bit. I th- I saw Mr. Perfect and thought he was coming right up, but he's not. Like you said, Urban Legends. That one, the Ultimate Warrior di- actually died, but 
that there's one that people think Janetti uh, got super kicked through the glass when he didn't. He jumped he through. He didn't jump. He jumped. He was running away. He's a coward. <laughs> well, he, he was. Uh, where is that? Oh, here it is. Kurt Kurt Henning. Or Kurt Hennig or Kurt Henning. Number two. Kurt the Hennig. looks right to me. <laughs> that, it, to me, too. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. <laughs> Henning. Despite dying at the age of 44, the life and times of the wrestler best known as Mr. Perfect were marked by amazing in-ring performances, powerful promos, and a reputation as a trusted friend, notorious prankster, country music singer, and family man. This second-generation wrestler turned down a chance as AWA World Heavyweight Champion to sign with the WWF, becoming its master of all trades Mr. Perfect, an athlete capable of hitting a hole-in-one in golf, bowling a perfect game, and other incredible feats. Mr. Perfect enjoyed an unbeaten streak in singles competition from 1988 until WrestleMania 6, as well as two memorable reigns as Intercontinental Champion. What's not remembered so well are the correct spelling and pronunciation of his name, with many fans still remembering it as Kurt Henning when it was actually Kurt Hennig. Many fans to this day still call him Kurt Henning and ignore anyone who tries to correct them, proving no one has a perfect memory. But to our knowledge, there is no instance of the AWA, WWE or WCW spelling it in that way, or even pronouncing it such. The only thing we came across was a misspelling in WWE 2K14, where it spelt Kurt Henning in his NWO Titantron. We can only put this one down as a typo. But speaking of Mr. Perfect... So, I saw that, and I I didn't believe it. Huh. It's kind of mind-blowing. And I wanted to go back, and I wanted to, like... Prime time, like on the USA Network, was a primetime wrestling uh, when he was like hosting. There was just a lot of perfect back then, and I want to go back and watch it to hear uh, Finkel announce it. Because if Howard says it, then it's it's gospel. But I never got around to it. But yeah, so maybe that's a glitch. Maybe some <laughs> somewhere along the line, the code got changed, and it changed Kurt Henning. To Hennig, I'd love to know like how uh what what's what's like the, the just the randomness of, of some of these things that get uh, yeah I mean was your maybe maybe our names were something different at some point <laughs> maybe maybe could easily could, could there could be another L in Malonis for all we know I know right <laughs> <laughs> we don't know depends um, on where you're from that's why there's so many. Smiths and Schmitz in the world. Smiths and Schmitz. Whoa, wrong <laughs> button. Um, yeah, I just I was mind blown on that one. But you're right. All the other when I tried to find wrestling conspiracies, all the others were all urban legends. Pretty much. Yeah, the yeah urban legends or wild stories. Or some as, of them sure based in based in truth. Not <laughs> as much fun as I wanted. I was like, oh well. Maybe. Well, I mean, I mean, I, and usually the, the stories, the stories that get told are much more fun than the realities. Um, I think one thing I've learned over the past, you know, five years of being with a company like Ring of Honor that that does get reported on in, in the dirt sheets is yeah. how infrequent um, those those things are are correct. Um, so it's a lot of 
that's just based in speculation or people filling in the blanks or talking about things they don't know, which creates a much more interesting story than what actually happened. Uh, I know, I just know what I know about ring of honor is what I've heard from the people that I've had on this show that were a part of ring of honor that said nothing but great things. Um, you, uh, beer city bruiser, LSG, uh, Tony Deppen. I, I know I'm forgetting others said nothing but great things. Um, during the pandemic, when it first started, nothing, but they did things for you guys that they didn't have to, I guess. Um, yeah. or I guess other companies might not done. I don't know. Uh, I'm not in that business, but from everything I've heard, uh, good stuff. So I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, I thought some of it, I guess was, um, yeah. during the last couple months after the announcement and everything, I just, you see all these stories out there. It's like, it's like, I don't think one person got it totally correct. <laughs> you know, I was seeing reports on, um, the meeting I had just sat in on <laughs> and seen all these reports from the meeting. I'm like, that didn't that, happen. That, that wasn't said. Um, what are you talking about? You know, <laughs> I, uh, well, you know, what sells, right? Like we said earlier, whatever sells, whatever gets that click. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's a lot of, a lot of what it is. It's, uh, whether it's, you know, like journalism in general, whether it's wrestling journalism or real, you know, I should say real journalism as opposed to wrestling journalism, like mainstream news journalism, it's whatever's going to sell, whatever, you know, um, Dave Meltzer's trying to sell newsletters. You know, I don't know that he cares if he's 100% accurate. You have to pay for those newsletters? Yeah, oh yeah. All those are behind like paywalls. Oh, I'll just wait till another dirt sheet puts it out. What? <laughs> I mean, I think that's what happens. Everything, everybody steals their news from like two or three sources, and right. then everybody just like, I think on all these other ones, like they, uh, Pay for the subscriptions and then just throw it up on their sites for uh, for free. Yeah, yeah, they probably do. Um, <laughs> I do remember though the last time you were on, I asked you about um, Paul McCartney actually being uh, died, and there was actually a different Paul McCartney. Um, do you still believe in that? You know, it's of all the conspiracy theories. I don't know. That, I don't know that I believe in like any. Conspiracy theory. I mean, there are some I believe in, um, but those might be more political ones that we'll avoid. Um, but like the Paul McCartney one is the one where, like, I was like, there is a lot of actual like things you can point to that make a lot of sense as to why they would have done it. And um, I mean, at this point, the only thing that doesn't make sense is why I keep up the ruse after all these years. Um, but that was one that made so much like all the stuff that was laid out. It was like. This could actually, this could actually be a thing. Um, yeah. That, I mean, the other, the other one, I think I, the other one, I, I believe pretty intensely is the U.S. government had something to do with the assassination of uh, John F. Kennedy. That's I, the other, yeah, that's the uh, other conspiracy theory. I, I hundred percent believe in. I do too. Um, and I, that was probably my first four, 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 foray. I can't say it. Uh, my introduction to conspiracy theories uh when i was probably when the movie jfk came out i bet you is when i yeah. fell deep down that rabbit hole 
uh, Oliver. Like I don't know, I don't know nothing about nothing, man. Like I'm just a you know regular guy. I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't think I'm overly smart, but I know Lee Harvey Oswald did not shoot Can't. John F. Kennedy from that vantage point. Can't like, do no it. No way. <laughs> no. Cannot. If you, they have, they have tours. There's a guy that does a tour uh, at Dealey Plaza. We'll, we'll take you on like this extremely long tour, do the actual drive that JFK had done. First of all, I don't know if I could do that myself. I think I'd be a little I, eerie. I think it's I'd freak, eerie. freak out. <laughs> but he doesn't. He's a historian. And, um, it just the way he runs through it, and when, if you're there, you have a better grasp on. It's not physically possible. Um, Seinfeld yeah, I mean, also, also did that. She well. accept, accepted. Uh, well, I don't. Um, oh, what's the tell, what's the show? It was on Netflix. Um, it just got canceled. Um, oh, I wish it, it's like a superhero type thing. Uh, what the hell is it called? The Umbrella Academy. Yeah, that got canceled. Yeah, yeah, it got canceled. They kind of tackle that a little bit. They maybe. did in the second season. Um, yeah, and, and I think it's, I think, it's, I think, right. I mean, it's pretty commonly accepted that the that the fatal shot came from the grassy knoll, right? Yep. I mean, that's kind of the yeah pretty accepted. You know, we we. Maybe commonly accepted by people not in the federal government. And then I am also I there's so much around that incident that first of all makes me think there are a lot of people involved. One, especially the killing of Lee Harvey Oswald. Uh to the, I mean it's just insane. Okay, so Ruby shot Oswald. Okay? Yeah. And let me see if I can get my facts straight because I had this down. Ruby went there. He was just visiting. This is he was just visiting a this is what we were told. He was just visiting a friend of his because I guess he he ran a club. He may or may not have been. He wanted to be involved in the mob, I think, was the thing. And he, he had cop friends there. So he was there visiting a cop. Um, at the same time that they were bringing Oswald through, there was a jailbreak at the police station at the same time. So people were trying to escape behind Oswald at the same time. They bring Oswald through. Ruby is just standing there and boom, shoots him. Now that, to me, seems awfully Very convenient. convenient and odd. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot. There's, there's there's just so many things around that that don't make sense. And the fact that they sealed up all records, and I think some have been um, revealed, and then some some records, just, I think at some point are supposed to be unsealed again in the future. Maybe like there's, uh, I mean, uh, Lee Harvey Oswald did not kill the president, <laughs> um, John F. Kennedy. It, it did not happen. You know, whatever you believe the motives were, you know, but. Uh, I think that's one of those crazy conspiracy theories that's uh, that's that's true. You know, I think I think just there's just a fascination with these things. I mean, I remember growing up, and um, you know, I think I think what probably started my 
and just getting out and getting fascination or rabbit yeah. holes or whatever was um, my mom used to love like the National Enquirer, like <laughs> Weekly World News, and some of those other like grocery store yeah. tabloids that would, you know, like Vampire Boy or, you know, you know all these crazy sort of dog, um, the dog people things yeah. that they would put in these tabloids. Yeah, yeah. So that that was I think that was like Weekly World News was the one for like those real crazy things and um you know I, I it's fascinating I mean the the one I've probably have done a lot of you know um, mostly read about recently was is like it's just the multiverse theory and I think it's because the fascination of like the Marvel Cinematic Universe is going to be doing a multiverse but there's an entire multiverse theory out there where there's actually a real scientists who. Yeah, think potentially that there really is an infinite amount of sort of universes that all live parallel one another, and like it's it's like things are slightly different in each one as you get further away and further away. Things are more and more extreme, but if you kind of think about it, like every one of us, all the different decisions that each one of us face on a daily basis have all like these crazy consequences. Like you know, think think about the circumstances in which either you met your wife, or yeah. you had a baby, or you got a job, and all the things that have, you've met people you've met along the way, and so we're all faced with these little sort of micro decisions every single day that all kind of impact our reality. And and if you have this multiverse theory where like, you know, maybe on like the day I met my wife, I, you know, I met my, this is how old, how old I am. I met my wife in the AOL chat room in 1999, but maybe if I don't go on the internet, that day, right. maybe if I went to, you know, maybe if I went to my buddy's house yeah. instead and we went to see a movie, yeah. you know, um, instead of hopping online that day, maybe I don't meet her. And you know what I mean? Like, there's just so like, there's so many, or your, you know, di- your dialogue, like that, your dialogue doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's, you know, there's just so, there's so that one is pretty, it's pretty fascinating. And, and one that seems like, uh, well, that could definitely be plausible. Right. <laughs> what was your, uh, what was your aim handle? Oh my God. Um, so, uh, it was, Bub Dog seventy three. Um, <laughs> so my I, growing up, uh, I don't even know if I've ever revealed this on a podcast or anything before. Like everybody in my family calls me Bubba. Okay, um, I grew up. That was my nickname from the, the day I was born. My dad called me that. So I don't know. I just, it was just based on that. And seventy three was my football number. There you go. Uh, but yeah, I was I was Bubba. I was Bubba. I'm still Bubba too. Uh, anybody who I went to school with and grew up with, if, if I haven't seen them in years, that's what they call me. So, so it's funny. Like uh, uh, anybody who knew me, like high school prior, that's what I am to them. And anybody I've met after the fact, I'm not that. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna finish off with this. I I feel like we, there's many rabbit holes. Well, first of all, I do want one of your political conspiracies. Um, I'm not a political uh, guy, but I would like to hear one. I mean, I straight up believe in the um, kind of like the the medical industry um, conspiracy theory of of you know things like uh, you know, and I not maybe not so much that something like cancer because cancer is many different diseases, but right. like something like diabetes, right, or something you know like you know some of these other really debilitating diseases. Like we have these devices in our hands that I'm talking to you on. Yep that we can talk to anybody else in the world on. We can find any piece of information we'll ever want to discover ever about anything in the history of the world. Um, you know, but we don't find cures or seemingly 
better treatments for like these sorts of things. Uh, I do believe that there is a, not that maybe doctors are nefarious, but if, if you treated, um, if you treated causes instead of symptoms, yep. then, you know, and, and more people were well than some of the, um, you know, some of the sort of, you know, medical industry collapses, which is a big part of our economy. The other one that I sort of uh, think about a lot is, again, maybe somebody smarter than me watching this can say, hey, no, you dummy. This is why, you know, this hasn't happened. But like, in however many years cars have been around, like we haven't found like a affordable, suitable, widely available alternative to the combustible engine. You know, like we still use <laughs> right. gasoline and, uh, you know, we can't get electrical cars into people's hands. And it's like, why? Like, think about if the oil industry just all of a sudden collapsed tomorrow, um, you know, because we didn't will. need gasoline anymore for cars. Like world world economies would just would just collapse. They would, you know, think of how many world economies are, uh, you know, centered around oil and, and gas and things of that nature. So that, those are kind of like the political ones I subscribe to. Not getting too deep into it, um, <laughs> um, but uh, no. yeah, it just I mean, it, it, there's a lot that, that it makes sense to, you know, like you know. Um, you know, COVID obviously a very serious thing. I'm not one of these people. Like, I'm not one of these people. Like, it's not real, and you shouldn't wear a mask. I'm not one of those people. But I also don't think it's ever going away either because it's big business now. So, yeah, yeah. Well, it's the flu. If it's, you want to kind of jump down, different. include that electric car. One, there's a documentary, and it's called "Who No Yes," yeah, like "Who Killed the Electric Car." Fascinating. Mm-hmm. It pretty much explains it right out. in there. Yeah. yeah I'm I mean, pretty sure it makes, who killed you know, the electric car because the electric car and the gasoline engine came out at the same time in the 1900s. Wow. So, like, there was Ford and then there was another one. I and then, yes. And then I want to say, and like, I'm terrible with years, but I want to say, like, the early 90s, they did have an electric car that was like doing more kilometers miles than what the cars are doing right now but they scrapped them and in california there are junkyards of these cars because you could only lease them and at one point the dealership came back and was like hey we gotta take your car and they're like well no we'll just pay it out and they're like no no you have a lease you can't buy it and they're gone and there's just junkyards in california full of these electric cars yeah i think i mean think of even just if even just the United States was not dependent upon oil, um, you know, to fuel cars for gasoline, like think of how, what that, how much that would damage some, some world economies, because I mean, think of how much in this world financially is dependent upon oil. Like it's, uh, it's wild. Um, but those are kind of like the, the political ones, I guess I, uh, I subscribe to, and you'd have a pretty hard time convincing me otherwise on, <laughs> on them. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, we could probably just have a whole show where we vent, or at least I could, on, yeah. on COVID. It's a seri- yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a ton of it. With it's a serious people, thing, you know, but... political people get uh, like that's one thing I've uh, I've really tried to stay out of right. uh, no. around the world because it's just nobody hardly. You know, I think if I think if you have a conversation with an individual person. Like it, it, it's a little different, and you can you can have differences of agreement, and you can have a, a intelligent conversation. But when you're in a 
a medium like this or social media, it's just never, it's never, ever, ever going to go well. The one thing I truly believe is, um, somebody said it to me, you know, probably in the last like year or two, it's like, if you watch the news and you read this and you read that and you read social media, you'll, you'll believe that the world is burning down to its core. But it's like, you want to know what the world is like, walk out your front door and talk to your neighbors because that's your world. That's the world, you know? And, uh, you know, yeah. I think that's, you know, good or bad. You know, that, it goes both ways. Um, kind of, that's your reality. That's, that's more of your that's reality. What you, that's than, what you perceive. You're inside that cave and yeah. you're perceiving what's in front of you yeah. at that moment. Social, I mean, so social media is the, uh, I mean, it's a, it can be a powerful tool used for good, but oftentimes it's, it's just, not. you yeah. know, <laughs> it's, a, it's a toxic wasteland. At times, and for whatever reason, I feel like well, t- Facebook. I feel like has become like the, you know, um, people just sharing clickbait and <laughs> getting all their information from memes. And, yeah. and it, I feel like it's like your it's like your crazy uh, great great aunt who uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, who you're my gypsy believe, aunt, <laughs> who, who's, yeah, who sees something weird and shares it with everybody. And then Twitter is just like I like cheeseburgers. Well, I. No, she didn't say you, you like pizza. You, you hate pizza? What the hell is wrong with you, moron? <laughs> what do you got What's against wrong with pizza? pizza? I feel like that's kind of, yeah, that's, I feel like that's kind of what Twitter, what Twitter is like. I was like, no, I didn't say anything bad about pizza. I just, I just like hamburgers better. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I, I'll end with this. And I, it, it's hard to transition and end on a show like this when we really could just rift about anything, I feel. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. And, and you said, uh, technically, you're not a free agent till the new year, uh, but technically you are. Um, yeah. So our door is always open if you ever want to come back and and put y- yourself over, put the bouncers over. Uh, you guys got to go kick some ass somewhere soon, uh, in my opinion. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you'll see us somewhere. I mean, we definitely have uh, you know have feelers out and have had conversations with different places i think right now it's there's two weeks left in 2021 right. yeah uh, i got not i got nothing on my books i'm just gonna sit back and sure. try not to uh you know i'm down i'm down like 65 pounds in the next nice. couple of weeks i'm gonna try not i'm gonna try not to put that 65 pounds back on with you can Christmas do it cookies and eggnog and all the other junk people are gonna shove in front of my face <laughs> over the next couple of weeks i have faith like i have faith you can do it you can do it. But, uh, yeah, I think, I think uh, you know, with everything that's kind of been happening, um, I'm really looking forward to just having a couple weeks to just enjoy, you know, uh, the holiday season with the family and the kiddos. And, um, you know, Final Battle was a pretty, uh, you know, pretty awesome experience. Uh, I had a lot of anxiety and um, I was, a, I mean, uh, my wife could probably attest better to it than I could, but I was not the funnest person to be around last week in the build up to the final battle. Hmm. Um, but then I got there and it was great to see everybody. And I had a lot of fun in them in the, uh, in the match we were in and, um, and then just, uh, seeing everybody and spending time. Um, so, uh, feeling a lot better about it now and just uh, hopeful for the future, you know, no, no matter where that holds. I mean, the, the one thing, one place you probably won't see the bouncers is, uh, if you believe what you read online, that's probably WWE. Cause I don't yeah. think they're hiring. Yeah, guys in our right. stature our uh, our age group but uh, i think everywhere else is probably on the table so um well before i let you go i said that twice now but we're being told in the chat that the crockett cup in 2022 is in nashville uh 
Hmm. Hmm. Exactly. <laughs> if somebody I feel, put... I feel like if, if, if we were on Twitter right now, I could use those eyes emojis <laughs> that everybody likes to uh, uh, likes to use. But I, I will say that I, we we loved our time in the NWA. Um, you know, I think if they're you know if I could kind of pick a, a perfect place for us to land, it would probably be the NWA. I love what they. What, I loved our time there. I love what they're doing. Uh, I love their product. Um, it's such a such a good product to watch and. Um, when we were there, it was a really fun environment to be a part of. Uh, it was uh, still surreal to me, um, interacting with Billy Corgan and having right. him produce segments of men and stuff. That's kind of wild. One of the first CDs I ever got was uh, Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness. <laughs> Double CD right there, 1998, um, maybe? Eight? Yeah, somewhere around yeah, there. But somewhere. Uh, yeah, I think I, I, I love what they do, what they do there and their product. And, uh, you know, we would certainly love to to go back there and who wouldn't want to be, if you're a tag team and knowing the lineage and history of the Crockett cup, like how could you not want to be a part of that? If you're a tag team. Awesome. Um, any final words? You got anything for your tag team partner? Oh, you know, I, I you know, it's, uh, it's weird to, to think, you know, we've had our last, potentially our last match right. in, uh, ring of honor at this point, And, um, you know, it sucks because I know, I mean, just logistics of where we live, I'm definitely going to see them less and we're going to team a little less, but that's, you know, I think going forward to the new year, I think it's important for us to, uh, to find that home, find that new home for the bouncers, because I think we got something special, um, you know, um, not this, and, and this, uh, I hope this doesn't come across as negative because I, because I don't feel like it's negative, but I feel like, um, we didn't even scratch the surface of our potential, uh, as a team in ring of honor. I think we, we did some good stuff. We got close on a few things. Um, but I think we were, we were really capable, uh, of so much more, um, you know, but it's just, you know, when you're, when you're in a company like that with some of the greatest tag teams in the world, right. you know, it, it, it can be tough to break through, but I think we, we battled everybody they had. So I think, um, you know, in 2022, I, I don't think the goal has changed and that's for the bouncers, uh, to become, you know, tag team champions uh, somewhere, you know, no matter where that is. That'll happen. I can feel it. That'll happen. Don't win that that Crockett Cup there, Scooby, in the it's, chat. It's eluded us. Tag team championships have eluded us. And, um, you know, I think I think the bouncers, the bouncers need that on their resume. And, yeah, you haven't seen the last of, uh, you know, uh, don't call me Brawler, Malonis, and uh, Beer City Bruiser. There teaming together. <laughs> um, where can people get a hold of you? Where can they find out? Yeah, if you want to uh, see me being a smartass and just probably you know making fun of people or like just being a goofball, go to Twitter at Brian Malonis, Instagram at Brian Malonis KP. Uh, if you'd like a T-shirt, uh, BrianMalonis dot com. And if you're a really big fan and want a really, really, really good looking uh, wrestling buddy, uh, Brothers Gador. Uh, dot com has some really awesome wrestling buddies of yours truly and also my tag team partner the beer city bruiser because you can't buy one without the other i mean you technically can but come on you can't have you know one of us without having the other. that'd be like buying axe and not buying smash yeah doesn't exactly make sense. doesn't make so. sense and christmas is coming so people you should get that for your the children. G- the gift of the bouncers. The, the gift, gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> um, well, Kingpin, uh, I'm going to let you go. You're welcome back anytime. 
Um, as long as uh, my programmers allow that and program it in to the to the show. <laughs> cool, cool. Thank uh, you so much. Yeah, anytime, man. Welcome back. Later. Right, take care. Good stuff.